Yep, okay, good. Good morning, we're glad you're here today. Uh, For those who are watching at home on Zoom, we're glad that you're a part of our worship. Uh, Welcome. A couple of announcements today. Easter egg hunt is April the 16th at 10 o'clock. Egg stuffing, um, April 15th at 10. So please... uh, Donate individually wrapped candies or small prizes to fit in eggs. Uh, Donations can go into the kitchen or the pastor's office. I think I wrote that in there. Because then there would be egg stuff or pastor stuffing uh, later. Freebies, uh, clothing giveaway. Uh, It's going to be spring and summer clothing giveaway on May 21st. From 9 to 4, coffee, punch, and cookies will be provided. Uh, So this is open to everyone uh, in the congregation, so please help out. And we have a basket out front for uh, clothing, and then we, and then in Fellowship Hall, um, on the right hand, if you want to bring some clothing in, uh, that would be great. Any other announcements? Okay, let us go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, thank you, thank you for this day that we can come and we can worship you. So Lord, guide us. Let everything we do honor and praise you. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Good morning, if everybody could stand. Hope everybody's awake this morning. If not, we're going to wake you up. Here's a couple of songs. Let the praises ring.
everything I say and do be founded by my faith in you. Lift up holy hands and sing. Let the praises ring. Let the praises ring. Here we go.
the blood of Jesus Christ covers me and raises dead men's life. So to this time of prayer and praise, um, we do want to remember the family of William Lebo. Um, he is the police officer who was killed this week, uh, and the tragic thing, well, it's tragic no matter what, but he was a month away from retiring, and so we want to uh, lift him and his family up, and the other two officers that um, were injured in that shooting. Any other prayer concerns or praises that, that you have? Carolyn, over here. Um, we have a praise. Uh, Sean is coming home on Wednesday um, after being in Philly for about two months. Um, he still has a long road ahead of him, but we're at least glad that he'll be home and local again. So, Yeah, for those who don't remember, uh, Sean uh, was a firefighter that was injured, um, and luckily for uh, the four of our primary fire guys got him out um, and so he's been in the burn unit and rehab, and now he's get to come home. And so that's awesome. Thank you for li we're lifting Sean up in recovery. Yes, Joyce. I have a couple praises. I praise the doctors down at Good Sam. I had to get shocked again, and then uh, for my AFib, and then it kept me in the hospital a couple days because my INR was all over the place. And then I got home on. I think Saturday, and then Tuesday, or Monday night, my, I was over at Cindy's, thank goodness she has a one-story house, and here my knee started hurting, and I couldn't make it up the steps to go upstairs at night. And I thought, oh, if I sit in the recliner, it'll get all better, but it wasn't, it was worse. I couldn't have any weight on my right leg at all, I couldn't walk. So we had to call the ambulance to go down to the emergency room again, and here my knee was full of fluid. 
Uh, down at the hospital, all they said was no broken bones, my hardware was okay, and my knee. But I was, praise the Lord, got in with my doctor to see my knee the following morning, and here it was filled with fluid. I broke a blood vessel. So it feels a whole lot better. So I just thank God for pulling me through all this. Good. Well, Joyce, we, we will um, keep praying for healing for you. And um, we are thankful for Sam and Cindy and Kathy taking care of you as well. So any other prayer concerns or praises? Okay. Mike's coming over to you, Ray. Yes, I'd just like to thank uh, everyone for their prayers and cards for Georgine. She is uh, continuing to improve, and on Wednesday she uh, gets her staples removed. I'm amazed the, the incision is a little more than an inch long, but they managed to put six staples in there, so uh, that should be fun. <laughs> But uh, she is improving, and once again, thanks uh, to everyone. Okay. Well, we're, we're glad Georgine's doing better and uh, praying for complete healing. Any others? Uh, Dave? Yeah, I have a praise. Um, it was a beautiful day yesterday for the first day of trout. I had my sons out, and uh, my aunt and my brother, Will, also came out. So it was a beautiful day to, to be out with the family. Okay. Sounds good. Joyce. Me again. I ask for prayers, and I'm very, very anxious. I have my nose surgery for my cancer on Tuesday morning. The Hershey. Okay. Well, Joyce, we're just going to keep you on the list. I, okay, because I think there's a limit that we can't go back to you again. I. No, we're kidding. Well, we're, we're praying for the, the surgery. Anyone else? Oh, Amy? Um, yesterday we had our director summit for Twin Pines to plan for the summer and get ready for um, our camp ministry. And they are still in need of summer staff. So if we could have prayers that just people, young people will feel the calling to, to come and serve on camp staff. Um, as of yesterday, they had no male counselors for the summer. So we are in dire need of people to come. So if anybody knows anybody, um, I think the application's on the website or you can come see me and I'll get you the information that you need to apply. But just prayers that we have young people that, that feel the call to come serve this summer. Okay, and so we can nominate anyone like Sam can go? <laughs> he has to be over 14, so I, I don't know. Yeah, well, he's, oh, he's way over 14. So we'll, we'll send Sam, congratulations, Sam, thank you. Sam can't go. Sam can't go at all. So, yeah, we're sad, sad about that. Any other prayer concerns or praises that you have? Then let's go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, as we gather today, we, wor we praise you, we worship you. We thank you for all the things that you have done. And Lord, even though we have joy in our hearts, we do know that there are those who are hurting this very day. The loss of loved ones. The loss of a husband, a wife, 
the loss of children, of parents. Lord, we ask for your mercy. Lord, for those who are facing surgeries or those that are recovering from surgery, we pray for your healing. We pray for your comfort. We pray for your strength, not only for them, but for their families, for their caregivers. Lord, we thank you for families who stand by us, who help us when we're down, and who support us. Lord, we thank you for the days that we have, because each day is a gift from you. So Lord, help us each day to praise you. Lord, for the churches and for the camps, Lord, we pray that you will open the doors again, open people's hearts through the power of the Holy Spirit that they would listen, that they would seek you out. So Lord, hear our prayers. Hear our concerns. Lord, we just celebrate you. Thank you for those who are returning home. Thank you that we have homes to go to. As we lift up those who are homeless due to war, due to the society. So Lord, we lift them up. So Lord, hear our prayers, hear our concerns, and we pray all of this in Christ's most holy name. Amen.
Our scripture reading is from Philippians, the first chapter, verses 3 through 7. Every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. Whenever I pray, I make my requests for all of you with joy. For you have been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time you first heard until now. And I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. So it is right that I should feel as I do about all of you, for you have a special place in my heart. You share with me the special favor of God, both in my imprisonment and in my defending and confirming the truth of the good news. So on this fifth Sunday of our series of the Lenten season, Lament, Repent, and Anticipate, we've done a lot of uh, lamenting, repenting during this time of Lent, and and that's one of the things that we should be doing, uh, looking at our life and how is our relationship with God, and and how do we improve upon it? And so today I want to focus on anticipate. Because after all of this that we've, we've lamented, we've asked God what's going on, we've, we've asked for repentance, there's something about the, the um, anticipation. To see where God is working in our grace, work, working for our grace. So, have you? How many of you like surprises? Good, good surprises. We don't like bad surprises. Have any of you had a surprise go wrong? Like birthday party or something, and then it's just not didn't go well. Obviously, we do have one. I was looking on. Line and there was this couple doing a gender reveal party. I don't know why these be- have become what they were. Um, you know, both of our children, we had no idea whether they're going to be boy or girl, but now it's something big. And so this couple were there and they had sent for the balloons. Now, they were either going to be pink or they're going to be blue. So everyone's gathered around at this very exciting moment, and they release the balloons. And somehow the balloon shop got confused, and what they had was a rainbow of balloons. And you could see the mom's face in horror going, and then they had to redo it again and look in, and and in case you're wondering, they're going to have a baby boy. Uh, Because I knew you were going to ask me that. So what did they have? Anyway, 
So sometimes surprises go wrong, and so the anticipation we have, sometimes we anticipate something and we're excited about it, and then we get there and we're like, oh, it wasn't like it was. Remember, uh, and one of my, of course I'm going to talk about food, one of my favorite desserts is bread pudding. Now, I've had some wonderful bread pudding. And I remember um, either, it, either it was bread pudding or bananas foster. But there was one particular dessert that I loved, and it was, it was a cappuccino cake. And Houlihan's served it. So one of the things that I was excited about when I was coming to Pamara is that, first of all, you had a Sonic, which you don't anymore, and the other one, there was a hula hands. And I was like, Kathy, oh, we're going we're gonna to go in. It's going to be great. We're going to have that cappuccino cake. Now, in the past, the cappuccino cake was this huge slice of chocolate cake that had espresso icing and then chocolate, chocolate chip ice cream on top. It was wonderful. You could share it if you wanted to. It was actually for two people. But I don't know how to share. Well, that. And we go, and I'm, I'm like, Kathy, they, they still have it. It's going to be wonderful. And they brought it out. And for some reason, this thing about people watching their calories, and it was this tiny little something of whatever, and the anticipation. Yes, I, I cried. And it just didn't taste as good. But the anticipation that we have, knowing that our sins have been forgiven, that you and I, the anticipation of heaven is going to be beyond our wildest dreams. It's going to be absolutely incredible. And that we know because the promise that God has for us. We trust in him. And so this, this time of Lent, we open our hearts maybe a little bit wider And we start digging deeper in that relationship and learning more about Christ, of what he's done. And so we anticipate that forgiveness. We anticipate Good Friday. And as Kathy reminded me, I've heard the story that, yes, there's Good Friday and the suffering, but Sunday's coming the entire, our entire religion has to come down to Easter Sunday. No matter if Christ came down as a baby, no matter the miracles that he did, if he did not die and did not rise again, we would not be here. We needed Easter. And so that's the anticipation. Easter's coming. The joy that we have in knowing that as Easter comes, we're forgiven. All of the sins that we have as we've lamented and repented, they're gone. And how often do we bring those same sins back to us? Are we truly forgiven? 
we are. But at this Lenten season, as we're anticipating, this actually is a time for sanctification. That means that as we're praying, we're opening our lives to the Holy Spirit. And we're hoping that there's going to be some type of change in us. And the only way that change is going to happen is through the Holy Spirit. Paul begins in his letter. He says, every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. The joy of knowing that people know Christ. My sister last night called me and she said, I I need you to pray for Tracy's little brother. Uh, That's my brother-in-law. And I said, well, what's going on? And she says, he has stage four liver cancer and they've given him three weeks. And so as, as I said, well, yes, I'll be praying. My sister said this, I don't think he knows the Lord. And I said, well, you've got your work cut out for you because you know him. You better start sharing the gospel. And as, as I heard in the background, she was saying that they were going to get together and have some time with, he's a, there's a family of their five siblings. And I said, you guys have got to get this together. You have three weeks If he hasn't heard the gospel, he better hear it within these three weeks. So that's what we're praying for. As we're going through this time, we have to remember those who don't know Christ. Who don't know the joy, the anticipation of sins being forgiven. Of having that time when we're in heaven, rejoicing What is the anticipation? This is why Paul was so happy for his fellow believers because they knew Christ. And so as we are looking at this, we are partners now with Paul in his ministry. We're brothers and sisters with those in the Philippian church. We are part of this process, of this, of this church, that even while we're facing things on this earth, the anticipation of heaven, the anticipation of the sins being forgiven should give us great joy. We see that Daily, And if you haven't seen the Christians who are there in the Ukraine who have nothing. Wow, pretty powerful. But actually have nothing and are praising God. To have that time with Don Romberg the last two times the last two weeks, and talking with him, praying with him, and hearing the whole 
things that he's going with, every thing in his body, things with his family, and he still says, God is good. A walking testimony to God. He knows the Holy Spirit is working in him. And so I was going to do a demonstration this morning. How many of you like chocolate milk? Okay, most of you. Uh, if you're normal, you like chocolate milk. Just saying. So the other, the other day, uh, Kathy was making chocolate milk for uh, our future granddaughter, and she was sitting there. And when you pour the chocolate syrup in, is it chocolate milk when you pour the chocolate? If you pour the chocolate syrup into the milk, does it instantly become chocolate? You have to stir it. Because what happens? The chocolate just... Okay. Well, let's think about this for a moment. Let's pretend, now if this is a... Kathy said, well, why don't you do this as a children's sermon? So, children, listen, because you're all of God's children. Say you're a glass of milk, and you've accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and the Holy Spirit is kind of like the chocolate syrup, and it's poured into you. And so you're saved, but until you stir up the Holy Spirit, you're not truly alive. Just like that chocolate milk, it doesn't become chocolate milk until you stir. How often do we want to be stirred by the Holy Spirit, but in order to do that, we actually have to listen. We actually have to put our selfishness aside. We actually have to allow the change to happen. And sometimes that takes patience. We live in a world that we want everything now. Or we wanted everything yesterday. And sometimes the Holy Spirit has to take its time because we don't like to listen. We like to be in charge. So during this Lenten season, as we've lamented and repented of our sins, maybe to anticipate the Holy Spirit coming and being stirred up in us so that we can practice those gifts that God has given to us and to actually have the qualities that the Holy Spirit wants us to have, like self-control, knowledge, kindness, love. And to use the gifts that God's given to us for his glory. So today, I, I, I want you to be thinking about chocolate milk. To stir up the Holy Spirit in your life. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you 
for the Holy Spirit that lives within us. And Lord, we pray that you would stir us up, that we would actually listen to the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit lives in all believers. So Lord, open our eyes, our ears, still our minds from the daily the daily struggles. And Lord, help us to anticipate your coming. The anticipation of being at your feet. The anticipation of sins forgiven. So Lord, we turn to you now. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So there's no uh, things that we'll head on into. So please stand.
as I went over to my wife, she said, good job, but you should have had chocolate milk for everyone. So uh, we're going to send Kathy over to Turkey Hill. She's going to get chocolate milk, and we're going to pour it into the little communion cups, and we'll give everyone a taste. Anyway, let's pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, help us to stir up the Holy Spirit within us so that we can be pleasing to you and to be your hands, your feet, your eyes, your mouth for your glory to reach those who do not know you. In Christ's name we pray. And all of God's children said, Amen. Amen.